What's up, everybody? Welcome to We The Process, episode 60, our super sweet 60. What's up, Paul? Man, that was a good one. Thanks, man. Um, you know, I'm joined by Paul, obviously, because he already answered. You know he's here. I'm also joined by Sean Connolly. Um, Sean's really excited because he got to watch his favorite basketball player last night. Ever heard of him? TJ McConnell. Let's go. So you actually led into that? I didn't think you had one. I thought you forgot, but... I'm, I'm fucking stupid because you don't forget. People don't forget. Um, on tonight's episode, um, we did a little interview with, you know, John Marks of... Johnny Marks. Of WIP and High Hopes Podcast. Um, so we talked to him about the Eagles. Um, little Eagles talk, little Bat Tattoo talk, little Gritty versus like Grease talk. Um, You're going to love it. It's great. It's fantastic. And obviously, we're going to react to the Sixers game. Uh, took, took a really tough loss last night in the opener in Boston. Didn't really look too good, but hey, they got a game tomorrow night against the Bulls. They're going to get right back on track Um, because, you know. Trust the process. That's all you got to know. We all know the mantra. Trust the damn process. Who else knows the mantra? Who's that? The Randy Knowles team. Oh. Trust their process. This episode is sponsored by the Randy Knowles team. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent in South Jersey, call Jamie Knowles Palander at 609-970-3530. Check out the Randy Knowles team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on all of their homes for sale or rent. The Randy Knowles team, official realtor of We The Process. Flawless. Episode 60, we're going to get it going. Let's go. So at 3-3, three and three, um, the Eagles look to get back into their winning ways against the Panthers this week. Um, Rear. Is, is this that was your that was your best Panther? Yeah, I was scared. You go. Thank you. Dude. You go. Let's hear it. Or the rawr, rawr. I will. I will not participate. Mine was pretty good. Why? Wow, what are you cool, dude? Yeah, you too fucking. You cool? awesome? Uh, you that fucking... is the opposite. I'm not cool, so I can't do it. Don't you have a little fucking soundbite on your phone? A little Panther sound? Yeah, dude. A little pa- Panther, fucking... Panther East, Black Cat Fasteners, <laughs> something like that. Sponsor us. Um. But yeah, so um, I feel like this is a pretty big game for the Eagles. Um, they need to get back in, into the win, the win column for sure. Um, I, you know, they, they absolutely boat raced the Giants. Oh man, week. great term. Thank you. It, it felt good last week. They need to boat race Riverboat Ron. We do. The Riverboat Gambler. We do. There you um, go. I just transitioned that like seamlessly. I want Doug Peterson to beat another former former coach from the Eagles. Yeah. He'll be 3-0 and this year if he beats Riverboat Ron. Against people that used to coach for the Eagles. He's the modern-day Nick Saban. So, in that regard, he's undefeated. So, I mean, come on. That's a pretty good stat. I mean, you're piecing these pieces together like a fucking puzzle piece. I'm like Nick Cage in National Treasure, my favorite movie of all time. I like The Da Vinci Code. Better? Yeah, just because I like that guy that whips himself. It's really it's really hot. Kevin Hart? Is that Kevin Hart? No, he's in, no, <laughs> I know, he's in the spoof. Yeah, he's in the... Uh, What's that spoof movie called? Is Epic it, movie? Uh, yes. Oh, my no. God. That's yeah. good work, guys. Yeah, that's the, one the with best the, part about the, that. The Never seen that fucking movie. I saw that movie in theater. Really? Yeah. Acted? You paid to see that? <laughs> you thespian, oh. you. Oh, I paid to see it, and I was not happy about it. Now, um... It's actually pretty fun. Is this game in Carolina, or is it in Philly? Philly. So it's home. Um, you get the Panthers, who you've had a lot of success against um, ever since the Jake DeLom era. Like, you, you've really beaten the crap out of the Panthers since then. Um, so, great pronunciation right there. Thanks, is that how you pronounce it? Is it Delom? Delom or Delom? Delom. Delom. I think it's Delom. It's I mean, Delom. Yeah, Shalom. Shalom. Yeah, well, Shalom. I'm Jewish. So. Jake Shalom. Um, no, I, I feel really good about this game. 
Um, I just think that um, despite Julius Peppers still being a absolute stud muffin, and I'm talking on the football field as well as off the football field. Are you fucking serious? That um, dude could be the ugliest man in NFL history. He's a beaut. He's a beauty um, if he played hockey. I yeah. just don't think they're going to be able to put enough pressure on this offensive line, which has been struggling lately. Um, I think had a really good game. Against I the thought Giants. against the Giants, yeah, two, dude, two games in a row. Um, they, they they get good games under their belt. Um, they're going to be way more confident heading into that Jags game, where you know the Jags are struggling right now. They do not look good at all. But they're going to be in London. They did not look good. They do not look good. I mean, this is a team that scored six points in a loss that in the, in a loss this it, year. The uh, the Cowboys pretty much just like bent over their chests and just laid a nice little mud monkey right there. That I book it right now. Write this down somewhere. That's the most points the Cowboys will score this year. That's actually not that bad of a prediction. What was yeah, the final? That's, a, that's almost like a safe prediction, I feel like. Did they score full? I'll look it up right now. Is oh, it a cold take? Thank you. Um, no, I, I, I would say take. I would say it's like a lukewarm take. Like, it's been out, and, like, it's kind of cold, yeah. but you just put it back in the microwave. Speaking of Luke, is Luke Keekley playing in this game? Great question. I know Greg I Olson probably isn't. No, he is, apparently. Oh, he's not hurt? Apparently Amazing. not. Amazing. Yeah, it's he, sick. He's the only other tight end other than Tyler Eifert that's just always injured. What are you talking about? I don't know what he's doing. What are you looking up? I I have no idea what you're. Panther sounds. About. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you're the dime, do, you're do the damn job. Try. Um, but what do you? How do you feel about this this Panthers matchup? I mean, I feel pretty good about it. I think that we are going to keep. What By the we way, did this on... is a team that's coming off a loss against the Redskins too. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Who aren't good. Yeah, they're, not, they're in first place. They're not very good, obviously. I mean, I feel pretty good. I feel like we're going to curtail off what we did on Thursday, and I think we're going to have another strong performance. I agree. Uh, Fletcher Cock is, Cock is number oh, one in the league. That. that oh, my God. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, I'm sorry. Just I just relish in that moment. Yep. Wait, just moment of silence. Right, I meant back. to say Cock. Did you? Okay. Yeah, you definitely. Got, he's got it on the mind, bro. Definitely. You, what you don't think I meant to do that, dude? Yeah. Come on, my my comedic delivery and everything like that is so on point, and you're just gonna think I didn't mean to do that. Uh, Fletcher right. Cox is number one in the league in quarterback hits, and Michael Bennett is tied for third in the league in quarterback hits. I would I would say that in the past five years, no one has been hit more than Cam Newton from the quarterback position. Russell Wilson. No, Russell Wilson. Last year he did get destroyed a little bit. Russell Wilson's the most slipperiest guys out there yeah, he doesn't he gets, get hit like he, that was his thing his, now, well now hit. he does i'm talking about over the past five years uh, there's no way that russell wilson's been hit more than cam newton Dallas scored 40 yeah okay. Dallas dropped 40 for the record that's so what you're gonna look up book it right now they're Sorry. not scoring the rest of the year scoring more more than 40 points if they score more than 40 points and you call me out on twitter i will buy you a we the process t-shirt that's a fact it's book a nice it. little giveaway right hey man I, i'm a man of my word and I, I firmly believe, not that I don't want you to have a We The Process shirt, because you can buy them now, Instagram Instagram messages, Twitter messages, sizes. They, they, look, they look great. Text us if you're lucky to have our number. Yeah, if you have our number. If you're in, you can slide in our DMs, or you can just text us. You up. If you're a girl, sup. You up. Sup, I need LOL. Sup, LOL. Yeah. You gotta say LOL to make it seem like you're kidding, but not really. But you're not. But you gotta, like, gauge their reaction. They're yes. like, haha, yeah, what's up? And you're just like, nice, I got in. And they're just like, yeah, hey. I'm just like, fuck. And that's that's my take on that. Okay. All right. Um, All right. But yeah, so I feel really good. You absolutely right. Like, regardless of who's been hit more, I think that Fletcher Cox and Michael Bennett are going to be able to get after Cam Newton. 
Um, I can't name one person on their offensive line either. Um, is Michael Orr still playing? Huh, that's a funny joke. That's why. That was my funny Dude, joke. you really blindsided me with that one. Oh, yo! <laughs> that was good. Dude, you Sandra Bullock-ass-looking motherfucker. Oh, my God. I wish I looked like Sandra Bullock. No, you don't. She's pretty cute. She, I, not to, like, degrade her. I just, I just, uh... Are you about to degrade a woman right now? No. Shut fucked up. That's fucked, fucked up. up no, I just, I've never liked, I've never liked any of her movies at all. That has nothing to do with her. Okay, she's a terrible actress. And all of her movies fucking suck. Dude, bro. Dude, you didn't like The Blind Side? No. Why? Because she's a terrible actress. She, like, ruined that movie. So you hated... Really? Yeah. That was a great movie if she was not in that movie. I thought she played a very strong woman role in that movie. I think she's a strong woman. You know, I agree. And I love her. You know who could have played a better she's role so than great. her? You know who could have done a better role? We love women. Donna Pollard. Reese Witherspoon would have been a better... Dude. In there. But she wouldn't have been as hot. Sandra Bullock... That doesn't matter. That's she not, does have that's like not that... what I'm talking about. She's got like that chauvinist attitude. Chauvinist pig? That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, not chauvin- to change the subject, but here's the offensive line of... Uh, yeah, Michael Orr is still on the team. No, he's not! I think he is. Hold on, let me go up. There's no way he is. Computer slow. Oh, down. there's a dude named Brian Cock Jr. on there. Uh, nope. Okay, I lied. Uh, yeah, Mark- Matt Khalil. He's been on there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Khalil Matt. I get it. Thanks. Um, yeah, I just I think they're going to be able to get after uh, after the quarterback, which is going to be a, a key to my game. You know um, who's catching keys. the ball. And you know I know about keys. You know why? Because I'm a locksmith, guys. Hate to break it to you. But, um, yeah, I feel really good about this game going in. Um, Sean's hyping up Torrey Smith like he's going to get around Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills is going to shut him it, down. This is going to be a good game for Jalen Mills. He, he had a couple really, really nice plays last week, and people are still willing to jump down his throat. I get it, but he's he's still making plays. I know like he was covering Odell Beckham. He, you know, he was covering Sterling Shepard, who's not a terrible wide receiver, although he's a little bitch. He is a diva. Um, I feel like... Oda Beckham is, for lack of a better term, rubbing off on those receivers and those specialty guys. Nice. Be a real shame if Saquon became a, a diva. I would hate to see that. Um, he, I don't think he will be. He's too much of a, like, a hard-nosed football player. I, I, I would hate to say it. I mean, be tough. we'll see how much longer Odell Beckham is there punching air conditioners. So. I think he'll be there for quite some time. You think so? I think yeah. they might be able to move him in that contract to the Raiders in the offseason. The Raiders. No, like I that. don't think so. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe. But. Got it. I think a good way to close out this Eagles talk is to put uh, put in our interview with John Marks. Um, Fantastic John, interview. Yeah, John was uh, great. Um, we really appreciate him coming on. It was a great interview. Um, great get by us. Yeah. Credit to us. Credit I mean, to us. credit to you two. Just, you know, Tim and Sean, just all the credit in the world. I don't want any of it. But without further ado... Um, but before we get to the John March interview, Ooh. new sponsor alert. Hashtag new sponsor alert. And yesterday, I remember, or no, no, it was Monday, the night we were we were interviewing John Marks. Uh, Kyle was like, "Hey, man, Tim, like, that's a really nice haircut, man." I'm like, "Yeah, like, it looks great, doesn't it?" I was like, "I go to my friend, my, my buddy, my friend, my longtime friend. I've known this guy since I was in, in, in grade school. Played baseball together growing up in high school. Goes to the Navy, so you could trust him. You could trust him. You trust his process. Okay." I like that one. Cuts by Shaw. Instagram at Cuts by Shaw. Go check them out. Schedule your next haircut with Joe. His cuts are clean. His beers are cool. He's got a little little beer cooler right next to his What station. more could you ask for? Hands you a little, little lager. Gives you a nice tight fade. It's great. It's great. Go check out his page. Give Look you a lager and a lineup. 
Look good, feel good, cuts by Shaw. And that is Shaw, S-H-A-W? Yeah, at okay. cuts by Shaw on Instagram. It's a great guy. Check out check out all the stuff he's at, he has on there. I know he's doing a lot of work with American Crew now, which is big news. Big, big news. We're talking about it this past the weekend. The biggest. But without further ado, here's the interview with nice. John Marks. All right, so our next guest needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. You can hear him from 2 to 6 on 94.1 WIP, The Marks and Reese Show. You can hear him on the High Hopes podcast on Twitter, at John Marks Media. Johnny Marks, what's up, man? What is up? Dude. Yeah, we're just really happy to have you on. Yeah. Just enamored almost. How do you feel to be on this illustrious podcast? Oh man, I love it. Uh, I, I I like doing stuff like this. It's uh it's a new world. I'm on WIP, but podcasting is the is the future. It's the present and the future. So it's great that you guys are uh, are, are are doing what you're doing. Yeah, definitely agree. And yeah, we appreciate it. I think we're going to start right away with the birds, John. Um, what are your thoughts and feelings on the birds so far? You know, pretty disappointing this year so far um, at 3-3. Three and three, uh, Tied now for second place with the, the lousy Cowboys and um, the Redskins in first. How do you feel about this team right now? Well, I mean, I, I, I had them 10-6 and six on the season, and I, I really saw a slow start, especially depending on how much Nick Falls was going to play. So I remember saying 4-4 four and four really is something that maybe we should look at after eight games. And right now, 5-3 and three would seem would be unbelievable, right? So depending on Carolina this week, and then, now you go to London against Jacksonville, and they don't look all that great now, but they do play better in London. 5-3 um, and three would be unbelievable at this point. And just remember, it's not... I know you look at it and it's like three and three and we had all these expectations. Right. It's such a long season. And it's, it's, it'd be nice to have 12 or 13 wins and have that home field, but each, each year has its own personality. And last year was they were just rolling and they were crushing everybody. And that was the biggest factor in really getting to the Super Bowl is having home field. So I think if you're going to get to the Super Bowl this year, you're going to have to have – it's going to be a different personality. You're going to have to – Maybe get 10 wins and win the division. Maybe you're going to have to get lucky and have one of the top two seeds lose. So that's how you get a, a, another home game. Um, but I feel good about the team where they are right now. We'll see if they add, because I do still think that they, they, they need a running back. Uh, they, they just they don't have enough. They have a bunch of part-time right. players. Yeah, so I'll um, pick up on that. So who, who are you interested in? You, you want Le'Veon Bell? You want Jordan Howard? Who do you want? Uh, let me on go. I don't. I don't believe in Jordan Howard. I think that's that's just BS. Uh, I, I know he's not. He doesn't have a lot of carries, and he's losing carries to Tariq Cohen's a really dynamic player. But do I want Jordan Howard for a second round draft pick? No, not really. I, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan. Um, you know, he's a serviceable back, but he's cheap. And if you're the Bears, who are by the way competing for to, for their own positioning in the playoffs. Why would you want to weaken your team for a third-round draft pick? So I don't think Jordan Howard's – I think that's more of a media uh, creation than anything else. But Le'Veon Bell is legitimate. And I don't think that, that he's – I don't think he's going to be back with the Steelers. The two faces out of the two, to bring him back in there at this point would just be a distraction. And it's just time to move on. If you can get it done, and I'm fine with a rental, and it costs you a second-round pick, your team goes from being like – 
right, we look good with Carson and whatever, to now you have Le'Veon Bell and you have Zach Ertz and you have uh, the rest of your wide receivers. Everybody gets better. Your line gets better. Your passing game gets better. The defense is now focused on Le'Veon Bell, which frees things up for everybody else. Your defense gets better because running the ball more extends time of possession, so they're off the field. So, I, I, Le'Veon Bell doesn't feel like a media creation to me. It seems like something that Howie is trying to get done. So, do I think it's 50-50? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the possibilities are, but I can tell you this. It, it, it should happen, and I think Howie's trying to make it happen because he realizes there's a need. Yeah, John, and on the topic of free agents, um, you hear rumors all the time, but we're hearing names like Carl Joseph from the Raiders for safety help, or you're hearing names like Patrick Peterson. How legit are these rumors, if you've heard them before? I think the Cardinals, based on where they are, and Patrick Peterson being 28 years old, uh, if you were to overwhelm them with a, a, a one-plus, a number-one draft pick-plus, I can't tell you if Patrick Peterson is the player he was two years ago. I don't watch that many Arizona games except on Red Zone. So I don't know if this would be another Nandi Asawa where we we're think we're getting this elite cover corner, right. and he's really just kind of one leg from being over the hill. So if you wanted Patrick Peterson, you could probably go get him right now. Arizona is, is trying to build for the future, and if, and, and if you'd be willing to buck up a one-plus, you could probably get it done. That being said, I don't think Howie's doing that. Um, yeah. There may be a back if he can't get it done with Le'Veon Bell that you could – uh, Marshawn Lynch, she, I don't think Shady was ever going to happen. That was put out there to kind of leverage Pittsburgh into thinking, like, hey, we can go a different spot. We don't have to have Levy. I don't think they would want to deal with the, with the the bullshit that comes with uh, Shady and his off-the-field stuff. So, um, safety help, certainly. If there's a team out there, like the Raiders, like you said, that, that are already out of it, you could also see that. Um I wouldn't expect a lot of moves at the trade deadline. You might see two moves. You might see just one move. You may see no moves. Um, but I would definitely love to see some moves. Yeah, yeah. So you, might, you might see one. You might see two. You might see none. I think you got to get it done. I think without any moves at all, you still win this division. If you make a move, if you go out and get a Lavian Bell, I think it's going to absolutely secure the division and you might be able to sneak and beat one of these teams that are higher than you. Again, if the Rams catch, like, who knows, if they, like, say they play the Panthers, for instance, in, like, a wild card game, and, like, it's a terrible game, and then all of a sudden, like, they play them and beat them, and then we get the Panthers or something, and all of a sudden we're back in the NFC title game or in the Super Bowl. That's where yeah. Le'Veon Bell would really help. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as far as, as far as everything's concerned, again, um, disappointing start to the year, but end game, like, playoff-wise, have your expectations changed at all for this team? No, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but this is kind of what, not kind of, this is what I expected. I expected them to struggle out of the game. The preseason stuff was legitimate. They struggled in the preseason. Carson wasn't there. And if you thought they, that Nick Foles and company was just going to flick the switch and they were going to be great, it, it just, it wasn't going to happen. It took Carson a couple weeks, even though he played well coming right out. It took a couple weeks, I think, for the team to rise up to Carson's level. This team was flat. This team just wasn't, didn't have the spunk. They were missing something. So, to think they could be back in, in line at 10-6 and six or 11-5 and five, at this point, based on the way they started the season, I would say the win. So, from there, it's just, you have an experienced team. 
they've been there, they've done that, they've won big games. You have a dynamic quarterback in Carson Wentz. If you can get this defense together and you can get the offensive line to play the way that we've seen them play before, the talent's there. That's the great thing. It's not like you have a line that's patchwork and you're trying to figure it out. You just have to you have to get them back together. You have to get the chemistry back together. And Le'Veon Bell helps helps with that as well. As well, they're not going to hit thirteen. Eleven wins and playing well, or ten wins playing well at the end of the season, I would say is great. That's what that's what I'm hoping for right now. Right. And speaking of pats on the back, I mean, we've seen a lot of great Super Bowl tattoos over the summer, especially our guy Sean here. He's got one, uh, but they all pale in comparison to your Nick Foles tattoo. Can you give us a little backstory on that? Well, you can't see it right now because I have hair all over my back and it's covering up the tattoo. I would have to shave it, but then my wife would see it and she would rather see a hairy back than, than Nick Foles. Yeah, tattoo. some girls like that. No, she doesn't. So the um, the tattoo, the tattoo wasn't because like a lot of a lot of people I get this on Twitter, Twitter where they're like, you said the Eagles were going to lose, that's why you had the tattoo. I'm, no, I'm an idiot. Like I was so mad at fans that were that were waving the white flag. Nick Foles became the starter, and it was in the Raiders game in particular, where even though they had won the game, people were calling in and saying the season's over, season's over, they're not even winning a playoff game, put Nate Sudfeld in, Jesus. And, and, and my reaction and my overreaction to that was, they're going to have home field, they can win at home, all you have to do is worry about winning a game at a time, they played really well at home, the defense can carry them, so I opened my mouth and said... You know, Nick Foles can win, can win a Super Bowl, and when he does win the Super Bowl, I'll get his face tattooed on my back from shoulder blade to shoulder blade. Now, I don't have his face tattooed on my back from shoulder blade to shoulder blade, but it's like, it's probably a good quarter of my of my back. Yeah. It's his face, it's his face and it's the Lombardi Trophy. Now, the problem is, it doesn't, I don't know if it necessarily looks like him. I've heard Lenny... I, I thought it looked pretty good. Well, I mean, I, I guess it, I think it looks alright too, but some people have said James Spader... <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. So, you know, it's, it's not supposed to look exactly like him. It's kind of a character. So, for a guy that, that's, that has no tattoos and has never wanted a tattoo, I have a third of my back covered with Nick Foles and the Lombardi Trophy. All right. What do we got? So, I think we're going to add one last question. Not really Eagles related. Um, kind of just funny here. So, your, co- your, uh, your co-host... On the afternoon show is like Reese, um, one of the hugest, biggest, scariest guys, like probably on the station. Co- yeah. So, um, but we also know that you've met Gritty recently, which is ha- he's ha- taken everything by storm here in the city. So, if you could pick one person, Oklahoma drill, Ike Reese versus Gritty, who are you taking? <laughs> oh, Ike would mop him up. <laughs> <laughs> you really think so? I don't know. Gritty is pretty gritty. No skates. No skates. Cleats. No skates. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll go with Ike. If you said skates, I'm not sure Ike has experience on skates. That'd be, that'd be fun, actually. I, I don't so, know if uh, Gritty has much experience on skates either. He <laughs> ate it the first night he existed. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like it. It didn't look like it. Um, but I think that's the charm of Gritty. Listen, he, um, you, you look at what the 76ers had with, with Franklin the dog, like, who, who, gives a, who gives a shit about Franklin the dog, right? It was a safe choice. He comes out at halftime and he moonwalks or does whatever. Before that, they were going to do Willie E. Moose or, or 
whatever. Were you a big uh, hip hop guy? Oh, like it's terrible. <laughs> Horrifying. And, Tim said he's scared of him. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's like hip hop was outdated. He, he just reminds you of like the early 2000 Allen Iverson teams. Um, and then before that, there was Big Shot, which was just this another terrible mascot. So you have to give the Flyers credit because yeah, it's, I think it's kind of sad, too. That no one talks about the team. All they care about is the mascot. It feels like the Phillies. Guys, I don't know how old you are, but when I was growing up, the Phillies sucked. <laughs> the, only game, the only reason to watch was, the, for, it was for Harry Callis and Richie Ashburn or the Philly Fanatic. They were the three best players or things in the Phillies organization. Right. And right now, for kind of a bandwagon hockey fan, I'll take Gritty. He's number one on my power rankings for the Flyers. Okay. All right. There you go. Yeah, well, uh, thank you very much. I think that's going to be it. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on, and now that you've been on, you have to come back on, uh, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, thank you very much for your time, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks again. Oh, I love it, man. Anytime you guys need me, appreciate oh. it. Thanks for asking. All right, thanks, John. We'll talk to you later. I love you. All right, guys. All right, say it. <laughs> <laughs> so much oh, fun. Man, we have so many oh, famous John. friends now. This is great. <laughs> John, uh, oh, oh man, God. love that guy. Oh shit, we're recording. Uh, oh, oh, what's up, guys? Uh, um, yeah, it was a great interview. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, yeah, Tim, what do you think about it? I, I thought it went great. Uh, John's a really good guy. Again, we're really, really, really excited for him to come on. And again, he's gonna come on again. He loves us. Yeah, I mean, Stat. he has to. We're, we're friends now. We have we, we're friends now. Great Stat. friends. Ally of the pod, John Marks. Um, let's talk some Sixers because you know, last night. Um, as, as much as I was hyping this game up being an absolute stone-cold Sixers lock, um, they looked like the exact opposite of how they looked. Joel Embiid looked flat. Ben Simmons looked fine. Markel Fultz, again, not to bury the kid, but he wasn't on the court enough to make an, an a impact, which I don't put that on Markel Fultz, obviously. That's on Brett Brown. Brett Brown, he... Put him out there as a starter, and he didn't get starters minutes. Don't know why. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure that Brett Brown is ta- tailoring the offense correctly. I, like what? I, not that I have too many qualifications let, let to tell Brett Brown what he should that do. That statement with a question: What offense are they running? I don't know. They sometimes they'll have him beat in the post. Sixty percent of the time they had him beat out in the perimeter, which I totally disagree with. You had Markel, TJ, and Ben Simmons all on the court at the same time. There's three primary ball handlers on the court at the same time. That doesn't make sense. All three of which aren't really that willing to shoot. So that's a big problem, right? And so um, before we get into it more, let's talk about stats here. The Sixers f- field goals from the field. 34 of 87 from the field. Just a bad which, shooting. Which bit. is a lousy 39.1%. 5 of 26 from three-point range. That is terrible. That's a 19.2% that, That'll fix percentage. itself. That is bad. Of course it will. But you need to be hitting wide-open shots. There was a lot to be had last night, too. Missed. Now, um, again, free throws, 14 of 24. Awful. Awful. 58 rebounds to the, the Celtics, 64. Hey, you know, whatever. Here's the thing. You were in that game because the Celtics, 42 and 97 from the field, only 43 um, field goal percentage, 43.3%. You were in that game. Yeah. You know, they, the Celtics were way more physical, per usual, 
one of the, probably the second best defensive team in the NBA. Um, what do we got? Unknown rules, Magnolia, New Jersey. Now um, we're looking at these pickles. Ooh, uh, yo, pickle slices. Not good. Not good. I hate pickles. Go ahead. But anyway, so we absolutely dominate the Celtics in points in the paint, which you would expect. They don't. They have very, very good. I think post defenders, yeah. like in the paint defenders, like Al Horford. Aaron Baines is serviceable, serviceable defender. Even though he has the ugliest three point shot in the league. Yeah. Next to Lonzo fucking ball. Who Aaron Baines? Do you yeah, think Lonzo? So really. What is happening? What did you do? Oh, there's an ad. Porn virus. Um, that's not Sean's fault, everyone. Everyone just don't ignore that. Yeah, just ignore it. Yeah, just hit pause on that bad boy. Um, but d- d- not to go off topic here, but uh, Lonzo Ball's new shoes came out, and I think they fucked up. I know they called it the ZO2 because his number was number two, but now it's like the ZO22. It's like, that's bad. I get it. It's bad. Because they're like Z- like Zo, like Lonzo, and then two is his number. Yeah. And then there is sec- second shoe. So it should be the ZO1 last time. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, not great. Fuck Lonzo. He did that stupid-ass Michael Jordan ad. Yeah, he's a fucking And bitch. I hate him. Um, anyway, I guess an excuse I will give to the Sixers. They had to come and play a supremely tough Celtics team in the Garden, coming off of a trip for halfway across the world. Legs are tired. All that kind of stuff. Dario's legs looked a little flat. It's a good excuse. I don't like to make excuses, though. I, I just think you you had a you big, have to you had you were playing the first game in the NBA season this year you are on the precipice of finally taking that next step to becoming one of the perennial powerhouse teams in the East with now LeBron moving to LA with the Cavs completely out of the fold no matter what Tristan Thompson says yeah, about, he's an idiot. about them being the reigning Easter Conference champions um, I just think that was a big litmus test last night even though all the things you said um, it's still a rivalry game and. Again, I fucking hate losing to the Celtics. I hate everything about it's tough. them. Jalen Brown did not dunk that fucking ball for the fucking Yeah, record. let's talk about that. That's These fucking Celtics fans trying to get under my skin so bad. If you really think that's a fucking dunk, I don't know what to tell you. You're a bitch. They, they think that Dwight Howard dunked that ball too. What, in the, in the uh, yeah, dunk contest? it's not a dunk. It left, I don't give a well, shit. Well, this is completely different. Yeah. I don't even want to compare those two because yeah. Joel blocked them. Yeah. And it just so happened to like end up, be, going, like, in go, end up going in the basket. Yeah, same thing Amir like, Johnson did earlier in the game. Yeah, Amir Johnson scored like four points for the Celtics last night. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. he was still there. Yeah, but fuck that. Fuck everyone that thinks like, oh, Tatum cooked Embiid. First of all, in the first part of that possession, Embiid was sticking on Tatum like white on rice. And for a big guy, really good defense. Tatum had to reset. He came back in. Embiid, like, sort of slipped, had to recover, and he had a bank shot from, like, 20 feet away. Did not mean to do that. I don't care what he says. Fuck Jason Tatum. I agree. Big three. Yeah, let's talk about the big three. Um, We'll talk about Markel uh, first. Uh, Markel, two for seven from the field. Um, Zero threes taken. Um, Let's see. How many points? So, five points. This is the most eye-popping right here. Minus 16 on the field. Well, that's because, I mean... Yeah. 16. I mean, he was out there with the second unit. And that second unit is thin. Without Mike Muscala, without Wilson Chandler, they're both injured. That's both fine. additions to this team. But no one's is even close to his. I agree. Second closest is minus 11. TJ. And that's TJ McConnell, who's usually a plus. And shocker, your best defender, Robert Covington. Like, I know everyone's going to have minus because we got shit on Well, first that. of all, Robert Covington had a really, really rough night last night. And he needs to pick it the fuck up. I agree. He's a, one of the leaders on this team. Yeah. And I don't. I personally am one of the people that sort of like Robert Covington, but 
His one main thing is the defense, and last night he was just letting guys just trail away from him. He was not switching correctly, yeah. which I I just think that they're not used to this new defensive sets that they're running. They're not talking out there, and they weren't switching correctly, and it's pissing me off. It's pissing us off, but guess what? We're not going to hit the panic button. We're not, because guess what? That's what everyone else is doing. On the fucking radio, first off, I'm declaring war right now on Anthony L. Gargano. Try to come at me. Fuck that dude. He fucking knows nothing about sports. That's why he's jumping around from station to station. He can't find a fucking job that's permanent in this because hot take fucking city. He won't be there much longer either. His fucking time has run out because his generation and their fucking takes of Negadelphia trying to drum up fucking people being mad about these teams when we should be praising their successes because this team is good and we need to get behind them and Markel needs us more than ever. You know, he already has the support of his teammates in that and in that locker room, but he needs our support too. We can't start booing this dude and going at him. Fuck Anthony Gargano. Yeah, no, try please, coming please, at please. Me. it's fine. So yeah, fine. all first of all, they they are they got rabbit ears over there in that midday show. Jason Martinez. I, all they said was like Markel disappeared in plain sight last night. Yeah, like all this stuff. It's because he wasn't on the fucking court because the coach wasn't fucking. He did play twenty four minutes, but he did. how many? Twenty four minutes, okay. half the game, but. It, he still t- he just had a bad shooting night. They the offense is weird. That's I'm not gonna chalk it up completely to that, but it is one weird. Game, dude, We're one, not no, getting Mark Bell. Fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah. Fucking terrible. And all I said was shut up. Yeah. And they quote tweeted me and said, "Oh yeah, because like Mark like is really good, right?" I'm like, all I said was to shut up. Like, yeah. why are you getting all bunny ears? You're a little yeah. bitch. I guess we have a lot more clout than we thought. Like midday's trying to respond to us. Yeah. I mean, all I did was tell you to shut up, bro. Yeah. Like you suck. Yeah. So. They can suck it. Um, I've, you know, after you know, earlier this week, uh, Anthony Gargano said that Joel Embiid was the best three point shooter um, on the Sixers. I nearly fucking lost my mind um, and drove into a ravine. Uh, that's what I felt like doing anyway. But enough on that clown. We're gonna move on. Um, uh, so Sean's gonna try to hype us up. There's a video of it looks like uh, who, who is that? Sage Steele? Is that who that is on ESPN? And. Uh, Dude, look at that face. They vote for Kai. Um, but anyway, uh, Stephen A. Smith had a little instant reaction for the Sixers, and then me and Paul are going to react to it. I bet you, uh, before even watching this, I bet you he's going to bring up some really good points, honestly. Um, sometimes he does. Stephen Stephen Naismith. He, 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 likes, he likes the city, so I don't think he's going to trash us. So, hit it. It's muted. The computer's muted. Really, really good job. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Jesus. Here we go. Has a learned play that is back to the basket, though. That's a problem. Ben Simmons is a stud and a superstar to make it. He is a jump shot away from being the second coming of LeBron James, but doesn't have a jump shot yet. Evidently, they didn't work on that in the offseason. And perhaps the biggest disappointment was Markel Fultz. And I'm looking at the Philadelphia 76ers right now, particularly when Markel Fultz was in the starting lineup. It almost seemed like a charity case to me. Brett Brown had to start him. You got to validate the fact that this man was your first overall pick in the draft last year. Somebody you took ahead of Jason Tatum. And you've got to validate his existence. And you got to figure out a way to do it. And you can't do that by leaving him on the bench. You've got to play him. Well, Markel Fultz is out there. Seems clueless as to what is going on. You're on the same court at the same time, in the starting lineup, against Jason Tatum, who was, who, oh, by the way, the Sixers basically gave, they traded up to get the number one overall pick to bypass Tatum, full yeah. faults, and 
access to the fortitude and show up and show us what he's got. But clearly that wasn't the case. As far as I'm concerned, they've made no progress whatsoever. And Boston, who beat him without Kyrie and without Gordon Hayward, now have both of them back with their crew. The Sixers, as far as I'm concerned, ain't even in the same class as Boston. One thing. I am tired of the take that the Sixers didn't take Jason Tatum. Nobody, like, and I'm tired of hearing that Danny Ainge knew he was going to be that good. No, he fucking didn't. No, he didn't. Because guess what? Joel Embiid would have went one even if he was hurt if people know things like that. It's all a fucking guessing game. We went out for the best prospect, and you can't get mad for the Sixers doing that. Yeah. Bust or not. I mean, he was, Markel was the clear number one pick coming out of college. Yeah. Everyone was saying he's the best player in the in the draft. And the Sixers did what they could to move up to get him. I mean, from all the scouts' standpoint, they thought he was going to be good. It's not it's not our fault that he got the yips or whatever happened. He tried to change his shot because he hurt his shoulder. It's, and he felt the pressure. Yeah, he's feeling the pressure. I think he's still going to be fine. Yeah. He just needs a little time to settle in. Again, we need to help him out a little bit by running some offense that's tailored more towards his skills. But, and running an offense. Yeah, I mean, that I, to say that... The Boston Celtics and Sixers are on two completely different classes that's, after game one bullshit. of one eighty or eighty two, not one eighty two, is completely. That's everything crazy. that people were doing on the radio today is yeah. what Stephen A. Smith was doing. Like, granted, we're definitely in the same class again. Ben Ben Simmons is not having a jumper. He was taking jumpers last night, so I don't know what that take is either. And we had the best. First of all, we had the shot two, a three point shot last night. We had the two best players on the court in that game. Yeah. I agree. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are better than anyone that's on that Celtics. I agree. Don't Kyrie, care what anyone thinks. Kyrie Irving. He looks Fuck like Kyrie he looked Irving. like Drek last night. So I don't want. I don't want to hear that. That yeah. fucking headband, ha- hair combo he's got going. Yeah. On right and now. for anyone out there, I was getting some tweets, and you're, you got to talk to your boy Dan Morgan. He thinks that Jason Tatum is a more complete player than Ben Simmons. That's who it was that tweeted that. No, I. He uh, was like, "Oh, these Sixers fans are out." I was like, "I know. I need help." Somebody tried to say, and then I said that. And he's like, "Well, he is." I said, "Dan, don't do this." And he said. Well, I'm gonna take the player that can uh, shoot off the dribble better. What? I'm like, dude, that has just because Jason Tatum can fucking shoot better does not mean he's the more complete player than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, an absolute freak of nature, put up like what do you put up like nineteen, like fifteen, like nine assists, yeah, eight assists, fucking two blocks. All right, hold on, let's see it. Nineteen points, fifteen rebounds, fifteen rebounds, eight assists, four steals, two blocks. Crazy. Th- only three turnovers. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. We'd rather have Jason Tatum. Dude. Just because he can't shoot as well as Jason Tatum, he's a more he's a Jason less complete Tatum had player. Twenty three, three and nine last night. Yeah, he's crazy. One of five from three. He's a great shooter. And nine of seventeen from the field. He's a great shooter. Absolutely, he's a lights out shooter. It just it just drives me crazy that someone would say that Jason Tatum's a more complete player just because he can shoot better. And you know what I say? Oh, JJ Redick can shoot better than Ben Simmons. Is he more complete? No. Fucking Jason Capono can shoot better than Ben Simmons. Is he more complete player? Yusef Nurkic. No. Nurkic is not better than fucking Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, Fuck all then. I can Fuck name Boston. a million people that are better shooters than Ben Simmons. That's fine. Yeah. he's He just does not mean... He's the more complete player than most people. I can, I can name a bunch of players that are better shooters than LeBron James is. And he's the best player in the NBA. So where's that fucking argument come in? Because Ben Simmons... Well, LeBron's is a pretty good shooter. Friend. He is. No. But I, I know there's shooters in the NBA that are definitely better than LeBron James. Oh. Especially well, I mean, from three. Are you fucking serious? You have fucking Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, oh, and Draymond or Draymond and fucking Clay, or, uh, KD all on the same team. I'm on your side. I'm just backing up your argument even yeah. more. Because that, that argument is stupid. But guess what? We're done. 
we're done getting on this. We get the Bulls tomorrow. We're going to shit stomp them. We get the Magic this weekend. We're going to shit stomp them as well. We're going to be 2-1. Before you know it, this train's going to be moving. Jo- Joel's going to unveil a signature shoe. You know, it's going to be London time again. It's going to be Christmas Day games again. The Sixers are back. Fantastic stuff. Um, uh, of course. Next. Next up. Next on the docket in the on-deck circle. Paul's perfect picks. And you know Paul. He... You just need some I, I was another three zero last week. It's it's yeah. actually miraculous. Dude, if he goes, if he goes undefeated, we're gonna do something. We're gonna give out a We the Process shirt to a lucky listener. It's pretty hefty. as well as whatever else we're gonna do. It's pretty hefty, but you have to be a medium and, and, a, and a girl. <laughs> no, not really. Dude, right, no, I made that up. If Paul goes undefeated, you get to go out on a date with Paul. Yeah, you get to go out on a date with me. You get to go out on a date with Paul. I don't know if, if you'll do it. I mean, I don't discriminate, brother. Just I'm talking one-on-one date with Paul. If he goes perfect, someone... I don't know how this will work. How this yeah, is beneficial I don't you. know. It's, <laughs> it's, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I'm too humble, so I don't You're need so any humble. credit. But anyway, Paul, perfect picks for week whatever in college football this year. We'll see if you can continue to be undefeated. I'm going to drag this on. No, I'm not. Pause perfect fix. Hey, everyone. I mean, you already know me by now. I'm perfect every week. Um, I'm not going to keep harping on my perfectedness. Is that a word, perfectedness? I don't think so. But I'm just going to get right to it. I hate to do it to them, but those little puppy dogs down in Georgia at UGA... They're little bitches. And I'm taking the LSU Tigers over the UGA Bulldogs because fuck them. Next up, I got the Ducks. The University of Oregon. Great jerseys. Duck Nation. Quack, 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 quack. Over the Huskies of Washington. Everyone thinks Washington's so good this year. They ain't better than Oregon. Their quarterback throws mad dimes. I don't know what Tim just did, but it was sexual. And the last one I have is, I hate to do it to him, but our good friend Sean, man, he he's a West Virginia fan, sort of. He, he's been to a couple games. Wait, ask him. Are you a Mountaineers fan? I mean, I've been to four. He's four been games? to a few games. I, w- I would consider you a fan if I, you wanted to be considered that. Yeah. Because you're my friend. At this point. Continue. But I would hate to do it to you, but I got the Iowa State. Clones? Yeah, the Cyclones. There's no way they're beating that. I think they're going to blow that them out a little bit. That would be a huge upset. Oh, you're trying to get under my skin. I think it'll be over 15 points. What? Yes. I've, I've been to Iowa. And those Let are my tell you. perfect picks. Let me tell you. Iowa is the most dreadful place in the United States. It is so boring. Not only... I had to fly to Chicago and drive four and a half hours to just fucking get there. It was bad. I hated it. You kind of said that like a Scottish... Did you just fucking get there? You kind of said it like a Scottish person. Get there. There's nothing but tumbleweeds. (laughs) In Iowa, they have that... And wherever Iowa State is, I don't know... Was it Rapid City, Iowa? They have that General Mills um, factory. And apparently, like, once a week or or so, the whole town just smells like cereal, which is pretty fantastic, actually. That's pretty fantastic. Hey, did you see that new cereal that General Mills is putting out? No, what is it? It's like a, a Unity kind of thing, cereal. Oh, yeah. It's all it. of their cereals put into one cereal. 
That's wacky. I used to do that when I was a kid. Put like three. Oh, dude, one. you had to like, like you had two at the end of their bag, and you had to combine them. Wait, top of your head, what's the best combo right now? Go. Of what? There's two cereals you can combine. Lucky Charms and Frosted Flakes. You are a sugar animal. I I don't like Lucky Charms. I know it's an unpopular take. I I'll eat them, but they're not that great. Would Crunch Berries count? Because yes. with like Captain Crunch and the Crunch Berries. No, because because you can have the Crunch Berries separate. Right. You can buy and, them and then in fact. Like, they've also made one just berries. All right, how about, I used to eat, like, regular Cheerios mixed with the Frosted Cheerios. Isn't that Teen Cheerios? Actually, they've already done They that. had, like, Olympic Cheerios. They yeah. were great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so um, pretty good. I used to, I always like combining things with mini-wheats for some reason. So That's not bad. one time I had Frosted Flakes and Frosted Mini-wheats, and it was, like, a, like, Booming combination. You ever have the Dude. blueberry frosted? Mini no, wheats? but I'm a big oh. fan of frosted mini wheats and raisin bran and like those cereals. So. Speaking of cereal, I went to Walmart on Monday. Oh, yeah. Dude, all those Halloween cereals are out. Count chocolate. I didn't get any of that. Mm. I got apple cinnamon toast. Crunch. I saw you. Yo. Speaking yo, like, of apple cinnamon, how is that? It's fantastic. It looks fucking great. It looks great. <laughs> I love cereal. Dude, Tim, you were so extremely well. passionate about cereal. I think we need to go to the cereal business. We process cereal, it would probably be delicious. Dude, I love cereal. There's anyway. nothing better. Dude, I'm telling you, you're hungry at night. There's nothing better than fucking going out to your pantry and what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Right in my face, pretty much. None of that. None of that, man. None of that. Fucking... Dude, I, I don't even know how to react. That was disgusting, Tim. Yeah, it was. We might have to we might have to suspend somebody. I hated that. Are you gonna just suspend? I'm not gonna even finish my thought on cereal anymore. Speaking of apple well, cinnamon, let's just go to apple I've been, I've been eating shit. apple cinnamon Cheerios. I'm so fucking mad. Apple cinnamon Cheerios, very good. They're, yeah, they are good. Yeah, they're great. I've been having them lately. Great. All right, Sean. Let's After get together. the process, let's go. All right, thanks for the introduction, Tim. Jesus. Yeah. Taking great. a little long here. I think you had a great introduction a couple minutes ago. Okay. This question is from Eric Cassidy, my brother, at Cherokee B-Ball on Twitter. Good Cherokee Cheese. If you had one last dinner before you die, and it had to be from a Gloucester establishment, which would you choose and what meal? What can be any establishment from the past or current. Eric's would be Mario's Deep Dish Pizza with Bacon. Now, if you don't know what Mario's was, it used to be where the yep. Hunnin Garden yep. is in the CBS. The old I always thought it was Hunan Garden for some yeah, reason. Whatever. Hunan that Hunan. Is, that's insane. My knowledge is going to be at, not as deep as your brother's knowledge, of course. But I'll tell you what. There's a little, there's a little haunt in Gloucester City. It's pretty good. They get some pretty food. A pretty good haunt. food. And I'll tell you what. Jalapenos? If I'm picking somewhere in Gloucester, I'm fucking getting some nachos. I'm getting a chimichanga. I'm getting a brewski. I'm going down just absolutely bloated. And that is a fact, brother. <laughs> You'll be farting like Sean. Yeah. For me, it'll either have to be a nice fucking Leon Harris from fucking Coffee Corner. Nah. But um, once we get... Well, actually, he said it was in the past. Yeah. So let me go to Vitaly's and let me get a nice chicken parm with some provolone on it mm. and some spaghetti. Yeah. And that would be banging. Do you like chicken parm or veal parm more? I like chicken parm better, but veal parm is definitely serviceable. And so is eggplant parm. I like that too. Anything parm is good. That's that's a really good point. Poly parms? Poly parm. 
I'm gonna go throwback and go O'Hara's. Ooh, and get dirty. dirty! I fucking knew you. Wait, what's I that? know you. It's just a, a it's buffalo place that fucking cheese yeah. It's a buffalo chicken cheese much that, but that's what they call it. Yeah, d- turkey, turkey. Dude, Tim, get on the fucking washer, fucking yeah, turn. Dirty. Yeah, dude, I'm going to fucking O'Hara's, getting a fucking turkey. All right, go on. Okay. So next we have the Grouch at oh. Justin Chiggs em- on Twitter. Embrace your em- embrace your image. How do you feel about Embiid basically calling out the team, saying we can't beat the Celtics? I feel like he's just being honest, and if anything, it will motivate the team going forward. I mean, I don't even know if you have to answer this. Shakes, Oscar, you're absolutely right. Yeah. He needs to be a leader on that team. He needs to fire that place up because they were fucking slow and asleep yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with what Joel said. He pretty much said, listen, it's not a rivalry. They kick our ass every time. It's fucking true. Absolutely and until, right. And until we can get our shit together, and we can... defend on the wing. Yeah. Fuck. That'll be tough because, yeah. you know, we can't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think he's absolutely right. I like the move by Joel. He's a leader on the team. He's absolutely right. There's no getting around it. And I think that the players would agree that they do kick our ass. And until we can back it, back it up, they have our number. And it's not really a rivalry until we make it one. I agree. Okay, next we have a good friend, Ryan Swank, at Swankster on Twitter. He asks, would you send a first-round pick to the Raiders for wide receiver Amari Cooper, or safety Carl Joseph. Cooper has a fifth-year option next year, keep in mind. You want me to go first? You want to take You can go. I will give them a first-round pick for both of them combined. That's actually the same exact thing I was going to say. But I don't I think, think we should start a podcast. We should. I'm not giving up a first-round pick for individually. No fucking yeah. way. They can get a second or a third for Amari Cooper. He's now hurt. I don't think Gruden will give that up. Oh, I don't know. He, 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 he kind of is fucking desperate. Yeah, he gave up his best player who, and consistently says every week that they need yeah. a pass rush. Yeah, is, I mean, is he living his own world? <laughs> Did you see what he said? He was like, <laughs> he's like everyone's saying that uh, I hate young or I hate young players, and I only start the older guys. But I'm starting ten rookies. So what are you gonna say about that? America. That was, <laughs> Dude, that was really bad. good. It was not. I didn't think it was that good. Now I kind of went um, in like a southern also, accent. There, Raiders fans have started a website that at uh, the website I believe is called is Grudengone.com and like you can just go on now and it just says no and it has a countdown until his contract ends. Let's see it. They have already turned can you pull that on um, they've already turned John Gruden. Uh Kyle, what do you think? I think that pretty much what you said if they're willing to give us both, I would probably give up a first round pick. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um and maybe even send a player with it. Um I don't know who. Maybe Jordan Matthews. No, I don't know. They definitely wouldn't want that. Go to, what was the website? Uh, I believe it's called isgrudengone.com. Yeah, but I mean, right now, Amari Cooper, to me, is not worth the first round pick. Um, He might not even be worth a second, honestly. He's pretty good. I think that they, I think that they just stink up there in Oakland. Right. Why don't you ask for the, why don't you go on the next question while we're waiting for this? Okay, the next question is actually a two-part question. Oh, okay. So, uh... We'll answer the first part first, and then we'll answer the second oh, part. Okay. Nice. All right. So, number one. Wait, who's this from, by the way? I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. This is from Scott, at Scott Peterman on Twitter. Johnny Good friend of Big fan of Scott Peterman. Shout out Johnny Apps, by the way. Number one. If you smoke one cigarette, are you a smoker? No. I would say no. Okay. So, number two. If you suck one dick, are you gay? 
I would say... I would say no because I'm not gay. <laughs> Zinger. Um, but um, seriously, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that... I don't I think this, that you can... I hate this question. I'm not answering this question. I don't think that you can I'm just discerning. put a penis in your mouth and not be gay. That's We'll move off that. <laughs> you said it something. Okay, so next is our... Great friend and a team of We The Process, Shane Hussey at HuffSiggity on yeah. Twitter. Instagram, follow, follow on Instagram, yeah, of course. We The Process. That's great work. With the Cardinal season being an absolute dumpster fire. Yes. And then looking to rebuild. Yes. Who would you poach off their roster? With Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones, who has five and a half sacks on the season, being shot along with David Johnson, names like Larry Fitz. What would you give up for each of them? Also, little tidbit here that he wrote at the end. Georgia's season is over. You just hate to see it. Go Irish, go Tigers, and go Blue. Shout out Shane Hussey. Um, so as far as the, you want to you want to take this first? Sure. Yeah. I mean, as far as players on the Cardinals go, I would actually love to see Patrick Peterson here. I think he's a, still a really good player. Probably one of the quiet. You don't really hear his name a lot, which is good for a cornerback, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Larry Fitz goes, I mean, I'm not that interested in him. Um, if we can bring him in, maybe like a fifth-round pick or something. Yeah. Um, David Johnson, I personally don't think would happen, but I would definitely give up like a first or a second for him because if you're drafting a guy, you're going to want him to become a guy like David Johnson. And um, who else did he say? Chandler Jones. <clears throat> I would fucking love Chandler Jones I on agree. the team. Just adding depth to that That would be line crazy on, on that down. D-line. Speaking of which, Tim Jernigan came back today. Yeah, yeah. Is it what is he like day to day? And I'm sure. No, I I think he said the timetable like a couple weeks, like two yeah. three weeks. He can be That's really interesting. That's mm-hmm. good news. Though. And he did say that Darren Sproles was day to day, which is cool. Maybe like, move one at the trade deadline to try to swing something. I mean, you could put you could. I don't know about you could put Jernigan in a trade at this point. No, I didn't. No, not him. I mean, we had so many people right. on well, you the could, line. You could probably throw Darren Sproles in a trade at this point. Honestly, I don't think anyone. Wants I don't think, yeah, I don't know. He's like tore his fucking. He like tore his ACL and his bicep or something in the same play last year. Yeah. Um. And you got again. Jason Peters is on his way out too, man. He's at like sixty. Yeah, I mean, yo, if <clears throat> I doubt that the Cardinals have any good offensive linemen, we'll take one. Of but them maybe one. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, last question. That's it. All right. I okay. think that's gonna be it uh, for this week. No, there was one more. There definitely was. Sorry, uh, sorry, everybody. Really? Paul's in utter disbelief right now. Oh. Well, here, I'll pull it up. I thought I sent it to him. Paul's got another one. Um, but again, really quick before we get to this final question, um, thank you again, John Marks, like, for coming on. It was great. It was a great interview. Um, and also, shout out, you know, Randy Nolstein, shout out Cuts by Shaw. Make sure you check both of them out on Instagram. Uh, Randy Olsen Instagram to uh, Twitter Facebook um, let's see what we got wow <laughs> so one of our guys can you read his oh, at can you read his handle an avid listener yep. shout him out every time Chris Quasiser Sequas sent a picture of Gritty who's is the, that's not his tattoo no that's it's, not yeah, his so it's, so it's yeah, a that tattoo was from, that was from Tat Tuesday on 93.3 MMR oh okay yeah it does say Preston and Steve yeah he got Preston and Steve's tattoo yeah, right so, yeah. so yeah. pretty no, much they always do that it's brutal it's it's from the top of his shoulder to about his yeah. elbow <clears throat> on the side of his arm and it's pretty much on top it's a picture of Gritty yep. going into the skyline of Philly it's and bad. the Flyers logo like and on the bottom Preston and Steve it's 
Yikes. I mean, I definitely would not have inked that on my body no. anywhere for any amount of money. That's not true because I would do a lot of things for not that much money. Fair. But, um, yeah, instant reaction, that dude's fucking retarded. That dude's crazy. That dude's fucking terrible. We'll retweet off of the page. It's bad. Yeah, i uh, not a fan. Not a fan. I will, gr- I will get a gritty tattoo, but it would not look like that. I feel um, like the like the color of gritty like wouldn't flow right with your tattoos. You don't think so? I feel like you're like your tattoos are like black and like red and like the theme of your tattoos is like black, red, like yellow, like kind of like that. Okay. I mean, whatever, whatever you like. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's gonna be it for this week, guys. Um, obviously, check out the Twitter page and Instagram. Stay up to date on all the things we have going on because we have some very big things coming on. Some very very good guests coming up. Just you stay tuned. Um, so without further ado, hashtag socks off. Hashtag Gargano. Oh, I like that. Hashtag, Did you just come up with that just now? Yeah. Hashtag Go Gritty. Hashtag Go Chiefs Go. That's what no. Was go Cherokee Chiefs. That's what it was for. Oh. What do you think it was for the Kansas City Chiefs? No. You, think you just gotta go. Chiefs hashtag Go Cherokee Chiefs. Go. You gotta keep it the same. Hashtag Go Cherokee Chiefs. So. There you go. Hashtag R.I.P. Mac Miller. R.I.P. Mac Miller. Always. Hashtag. I think that's, that's it. it. Hashtag, Hashtag tune in. I've been I've been rocking that one. Wanna announce what uh what our next pod is and what we're doing? Um yeah, so if anyone's gonna be at the Sixers game on Saturday, um, you know, potentially we're gonna be recording live from our car and in our trunk area. So if you guys wanna stop by, um we'll tweet out where we're at and you guys can stop by and get on the pod and hang out and have some beers with us. That'd be pretty cool. If you guys are interested, we'll have shirts for sale. Yeah, we'll awesome. love you. We'll love you a lot. On the love. Just, just say, hey, uh, you guys got those shirts? And we'll be like, yeah, sure, dude. Just like, don't tell anyone. Like, like, yeah, definitely don't tell any of these people. Don't tell any of these people, man. Like, But anyway, that's going to be it this week, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Love you.